Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And here we are. It is 2.08. I'm Susie Jones filling in for Chad Hartman today. It is the last hour of the show. Happy to be with you. I hope you're having a wonderful afternoon. We've got a lot to talk about this next hour, including more about a special organization. It's called Breath of Hope, and Nancy Torreson is on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline to talk more about Breath of Hope, what it means, and what you need to know. Maybe you want to jump in if it affects you. Remember, 651 461 651 Four six one nine two two six. Welcome, Nancy, to the program. Thank you, Susie. It's nice to be here. Nice to have you on. So it is pretty. I think I've been pretty open about the fact that it'll be two years, January seventh, that I had surgery at the Mayo Clinic and had lung cancer removed from my right lung. And it, uh, I think you and I talked before you came on today. It was shocking to learn that I had cancer. Um, I was d- indignant about it. I was didn't believe it. <laughs> many, yeah, many reactions, but um, but really, by the grace of God, as we talked about, I found out because I got into a car accident, and it turned out that it was stage one, localized, and primary. All good words, if you're wondering about right. about cancer. But let's talk about lung cancer and your organization and how you help. Yeah. So you know. It's, it's a breath of hope lung foundation and a breath of hope um, is 15 years old this year. And we were founded by people like you that had met at a survival um, kind of group meeting at Fairview hospital, actually in, at Southdale. And um, they came together all these years ago and just realized that they're just the resources aren't there for lung cancer compared to other cancers. And the cancer is treated differently. It gets less, you know, the research gets less funding. There's um, really, really difficult to get screened, like you know. And so um, they started this A Breath of Hope Lung Foundation to um, help people that have lung cancer, but also to just start a funding mechanism for lung cancer research. And I think one of the things, go ahead. Oh, I just was going to say, I think you and I talked about the number of people. Lung cancer is more prevalent than other cancers. Kind of give us a big picture of compared to other kinds yeah. of cancers? Yeah, you know, so lung cancer is the number one cause of cancer death. And back when we were founded, over 500,000 people died that year. Um, in the past couple of years, we've been losing about 125, 130,000 people a year. And, 
So it is getting better, but it's still only at 26% five-year survival rate. And yeah, it, it, it kills more people than breast and colon and about two or three other cancers all combined. So it is the number one cause. And and the sad part is that um, you got diagnosed, Susie, because, it, um, I mean, it was basically by accident, mm-hmm. right? I would and, say that it also, yes, by accident and getting in an accident. But then, of course, many things like having an ambulance uh, paramedic tell me to go to ER, having my mom tell me to get a chest X-ray. So a lot of things kind of unfolded after the original event. But yes, I'm extremely grateful. Yeah, and you should be because, I mean, really, when I meet people with stage one or two, it's almost always found by accident. And so as a country, what we're trying to improve and as an organization, A Breath of Hope is very involved with what's happening um, just locally and nationally. 74% of people who get lung cancer get it in stage three or four. And so it's just, it's the number one cancer killer, but it's, it doesn't have the screening that other cancers do. And so we're finding it late when it's tough to beat. And so people like you, Susie, I meet people like you all the time. And if they have stage one or two, they found it for some odd reason tied to something else for the most part, because um, we just aren't getting a lot of people screened. And I think right in Minnesota, this is a really important topic for us to keep talking about because, um, the eligibility criteria to be screened, you have to be over the age of 50 and have a 20-pack smoking history. Um, and so you really have to have ha- smoked a, a pack a day for 20 years. And, and you know, a, a lot of people don't smoke anymore. And so a lot of the people that are getting lung cancer, I think it's 60% right now, people that are diagnosed with lung cancer are non-smokers when they're diagnosed. And, you know, America's been taught to think it's a smoker's disease. They did it to themselves. But the fact is there's other things that cause lung cancer and, you know, radon in your house and, you know, exposure to asbestos. And even they're they're even naming air pollution now. So it's not just about smoking, even though that's the number one cause. It's not just about that. And I think people need to educate themselves and learn more about this, you know, just to protect themselves and their families. Because, again, 60 percent of the people that are getting diagnosed are non-smokers. Yeah. Our guest, again, is Nancy Torreson with Breath of Hope. And we're talking about lung cancer this half hour because, as she, you've just been hearing, it, it takes so many people's lives, and yet there's not enough to be done to screen people. And when you do find out, if you find out you're at stage three or four, my oncologist said if we would have got this at stage three or four, he said it would have been game over. And I mean, yeah. that's that's pretty startling to hear this texture. Right. So I just want to put our number out six, five, one, four, six, one, nine, two, two, six. This texture writes, can stage one or two lung cancer be found by a blood test? I don't know that. Yeah, you know, and that's um, fabulous future thinking. And it's actually all in trials and, and it's all um, in labs and being tested right now. So. What we have right now, the only approved test in the U.S. is the low-dose CT scan. And it's a really, really good test, but it does involve radiation. And the eligibility criteria, again, is very, very tight. And again, of the people that are eligible, um, I didn't—I don't think I said this earlier, but of the people that are eligible in America, only about 4 or 5% have chosen to be screened or been told that they can be screened. Mm. And in, in, I think in Minnesota, it's about 8%. So... So your your caller's question, 
about stage one and two, this is, I think, where we're going with screening is to get away from the low-dose CT scan or at least keep using it and on top of that, add um, breath or blood testing. Um, And again, a breath of hope is, you know, we fund research and we're starting to get proposals, um, a lot of them, and I know that it's pretty um, far along now, the blood-based lung cancer screening. Another texture says, Tom Curvers introduced me to Breath of Hope. He never smoked. Does that name ring a bell to you? Yeah, I've been working with the Curvers for years, and I yeah, I got I got to be good buddies with um, Tom. And as soon as he was diagnosed, we had lunch. And um, <laughs> I, I was really, really hopeful. He was stage three, um, stage three. I can't remember if it was 3A or 3B. But um, he's a never smoker like I would say the the majority of the people I meet are never smokers or they smoked really a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tom was so great. And the Minnesota Wild got involved and um, and we partnered for uh, quite a while just to try to raise awareness. But it's just going to take more than that. Um, Tom, losing Tom was you know just devastating. I think he was 57 when he died. And, oh. you know, he has two teenage boys and a, a wife, a loving wife mm-hmm. and two daughters. And just, uh, you know, it's just really, really sad. But we see that all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's so sad. We have to take our first little break here of the half hour. We're going to do that. But again, if you want to call in, maybe you have gone through something like this or have someone that you love that is going through this or has gone through this, the number is 651-461-9226. We're back right after this. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we are back. It is just about 2.20 on a Friday morning. We are nearing the holidays. Going to be coming in hot. I got a lot of work to do before Christmas Day. A lot of wrapping to do. So I hope you are busy getting after what you need done. We are talking, though, kind of about a serious topic this half hour about lung cancer. Because as many of you know, I am a survivor of lung cancer. I get CT scans every six months and... I always get nervous because I always think, oh, God, it's going to come back. 
And uh, in fact, a couple textures today are writing, uh, Susie, my sweet cousin passed away a few weeks ago, just six months after stage four non-smoker lung cancer diagnosis. She was 57. This texture says there must be a way to improve screening so that these deadly cancers can be caught earlier. I know Breath of Hope is an amazing organization and has helped so many. And uh, thank you for that. But that's sadly, it's just that fast, isn't it, if it becomes stage four? Yeah, you know, again, 74% of people that are diagnosed in our country are at stage three or four. And when I say that there's a 26% survival rate, five-year survival rate, that's the overall survival rate. So when it starts being three, it's lower. When it starts being four, it's lower. So it's tough to beat. And we do, we're not doing a good um, job as a country screening for lung cancer. And that's the number one way that we can attack this public health issue. And um, a breath of hope is working on it all the time. And one, you know, for your listeners out there, I I think part of what's going on, and I I liken it to the AIDS um, issues of maybe 20, 30 years ago, where it was so stigmatized and just sort of paralyzed. And I think that's a little bit what's happened with lung cancer over the years. It's very stigmatized. Um, People want to blame the smoker. And, you know, and it's funny because smoking causes heart disease and colon cancer and breast cancer and lung cancer. But it's the lung cancer patient that always gets um, blamed and, you know, shamed for their um, diagnosis. But anyway, um, we we have um, a website called MinScreens, which is mnscreens.org. And if you are somebody that smoked, for one thing, throw out the stigma, let it go. Um, We care about your life and your life matters. And if you do have a smoking history and you're over the age of 50, go to mnscreens.org and just take the three question quiz and find out if you're eligible. And if you are, there's a list of um, screening clinics all over the state of Minnesota Mm. um, and actually the whole country. um, So people can get themselves screened and they might have to be proactive and do that because it doesn't always come from primary care. Um, You know, they, they have to, primary care has to collect exactly the right information about smoking and things like that for eligibility. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't know they're eligible. Sure. So, yeah. Six five one four six one nine two two six. This texter writes, I've heard controversy over whether or not radon is a legitimate health risk. My husband thinks it's interesting that the folks that do the testing also install the migration systems. Thanks for the any insight you can give on that one. Yeah, I've heard this before, too. And I, I mean, it's it's. Um, considered worldwide, it's considered the number one cause of lung cancer in non-smokers, radon exposure. Mm-hmm. And a couple things to know about radon is, number one, um, we have high levels of radon in our soil in Minnesota. And so it doesn't matter if your house is old or new, it seeps in out of the soil and it finds cracks in foundations and it gets into people's houses. And long-term exposure mm-hmm. to radon um, is the number one cause of lung cancer. And I, I meet people all the time that have no risk factors, and then they go back and test their house. And, and imagine this, um, Julie Swedberg um, died in April um, in, in her 40s. She got diagnosed out of nowhere at 41 with stage four lung cancer. She had never smoked and um, eventually tested her home for radon. They had radon. And, and, you know, so this was after she's diagnosed with stage four lung cancer and she can't get her husband screened because he he doesn't meet eligibility. He's in his forties and he doesn't smoke. And so she has stage four lung cancer living in a home with high levels of radon. And 
our country is not yet counting radon as one of the risk factors, even though there's tons of research to back it. So, you know, when somebody said that the people that are mitigating are also testing, I, I just want to say that um, you can do it that way, but they every, almost every lumber yard and every hardware store sells really good radon kits for like twelve ninety nine. Mm. And you just you hang it up in your lower level and you just let it hang there for two or three days and then you send it into a national lab and then check your results a yeah. week or two later. And yeah, so we found radon in our house and we had to mitigate and mitigation isn't cheap, you know, mm. so that's a that's a problem. Um, but, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, six five one four six one nine two two six. Texters continue to weigh in. My mom found out found out she had stage four lung cancer from a spot on an X-ray in prep before a hip surgery. It went to her brain within a month, and she was gone in nine months. No symptoms prior to knowing. Susie, I shed tears when I heard your diagnosis two years ago. I prayed prayed every day and still do, and was so glad they found it early. She said, I am a walking miracle. After eight years, I finally heard last week that I am in remission from thyroid cancer, labs, and ultrasounds every six months for the rest of my life. Thank you, Nancy. That's from Nancy. Um, okay. I know it's just, it's, it's, that's what I don't, I mean, I, I think it's, yeah. it's so, somebody wrote a little bit ago, anyone can get it. You, you know, go yep. back to your point about, you know, it's not just the four pack a day Marlboro man. It's, it's everywhere. And I worry, yeah. I worry, Nancy, that it's going to only get worse in that we don't really know about all this vaping and the long-term impact on young people and their lungs with vaping. Yeah, and so two things here, vaping and your, your caller's um, comment about um, not having symptoms. You know, this, even though it's one of the most aggressive cancers, it quite often doesn't show symptoms at all or not till stage three or four. So I think, again, getting back to the matter of screening, for one thing, only heavy smokers over the age of 50 can get, or, you know, or recently having smoked can get screened. So we have to work really hard as a country to identify better ways to screen for lung cancer. And again, like Tom Kerbers, he's I meet people like Tom all the time in their 40s and 50s, no smoking history, and they've got stage three or four lung cancer. So um, that's just something we have to work on and take more seriously as a country. Um, Okay, what was the second part? I was just going to ask before we get to the second part, what is the resistance? Why aren't, why isn't the healthcare industry or the insurance companies like, who is it that's holding up to the opening up this to more people? I think most people will name, um, Potential harms from having a low-dose CT scan. If you ever say that um, anywhere near a lung cancer patient, um, they will punch you in the face. But, um, you know, potential harms because of the radiation or um, or um, finding something else, like an incidental finding in the low-dose CT scan and doing something that maybe wasn't necessary and things like that. So that's one of the big things. But I still, I still attribute a lot of the resistance to the stigma. Um, I, I think... You know, back in the 60s and 70s, when everybody was being taught that smoking was bad and we were figuring out how unhealthy it was, I think we just sort of made the smoker the bad guy. And um, I think that stigma is alive and well pretty much everywhere, yeah. <laughs> and, and which is kind of silly because, you know, for 60% of the people that being diagnosed that aren't smoking, you know, it's just like it's it's not very factual to be hung up on that. Yeah. 
Um, someone writes, does having a pulmonary embolism increase your risk of getting lung cancer? You know, I don't know, but I, I, I think if you're, so one thing that's really nice when you have something going on, um, anything going on, you're probably, he's, this person's probably seeing a pulmonologist and probably receiving testing and scans and things like that. Um, so in some ways they might be able to benefit, um, you know, from somebody actually seeing their lungs. Most of us, nobody ever looks at our lungs, right? Mm. I mean, you know, it's just w- women get mammograms every year um, and occasionally it'll catch the edge of a lung or something and it'll pick up a lung cancer. But, but why don't we you know, get, why can't we get, have we ever gotten yearly lung screen ever? Has that been, I think my no, mom told it's, me it's never been a part of the routine. So I think decades ago, the chest x-ray was a routine part of a physical. Okay. And basically, but but you need to hear this, Susie, the chest x-ray is really a poor way to diagnose lung cancer because chest x-rays miss a ton of the lung cancers. Mm. You think about everything that's behind the heart. And, and so, you know, sometimes people get lucky and they get, they diagnose a lung cancer with a chest x-ray, but there's been a ton of studies done showing that really, if you want to find out if you have lung cancer, you do the low dose CT scan because that goes all the way around your body and it takes these little pie slice, you know, um, photos of, your lungs and it really misses nothing. Yeah. You know, so um, this person wants to know, can a Wisconsin resident use the mnscreens.com? She says, we live in Western Wisconsin and my husband meets the screening criteria he, as a previous smoker. So can yeah, they? Absolutely. Can, okay, yeah, ahead. absolutely. A birth of hope is a national organization. We just did that minscreens.org campaign um, during the state fair. Um, we collaborated with the university and Mayo and Alina and just some of the healthcare systems in the Twin Cities and um, had a booth there. And so we created that whole campaign just in Minnesota because that was what our funder wanted us to do. Mm-hmm. No, that's fine, but <laughs> you know, it is but, available to the, our friends in Wisconsin. Yeah, for sure. And even the link where you go to look for clinics, it's, it's a national link. Okay. Good, um, and good. they can always call it. Yeah, they can call our office too, and we can help them find a screening clinic if they find that they're eligible. Okay. Um, someone asked, what were my symptoms? I didn't have any. I mean, at stage one, there was nothing. But I, I, I am an old smoker. I mean, I smoked okay. since I was 13. But I don't smoke now, but obviously. Um, but I do think, right? I mean, that's sort of the thing. Once you start to get symptoms with lung cancer, you're kind of too far you're gone. Pretty far yeah. along. Well, right. you're not. I wouldn't say too far gone because we have stage four, stage three, and stage four lung cancer survivors that are eight and ten years past their diagnosis, um, supporting and volunteering at a breath of hope. Mm-hmm. So, I think I wouldn't say you can't write people off when they're stage four, I mean, there's still a survival rate of, I don't know exactly what it is on the state or nine percent or something. Yeah. Yeah. I just hear, I hear, I have two friends that got to the five year mark and then it came back and I just, eh, that's just like my biggest, I can't even think about it because it makes me want to throw up. (laughs) Oh, it's just so scary. But I'm going to just tell you, Susie, like, like so many other people that are diagnosed early you've got somebody watching your lungs. I mean, nobody's watching my lungs, you know, and you've got somebody watching your lungs and you're going to keep getting scanned here for a while until you're, um, you know, until they deem you as being really not a very high risk of getting it again. So, 
you're, you're lucky in some ways because somebody's taken a peek every, every I think you said <laughs> I six or nine months, you know, yeah, I mean, and yeah. I don't have that. I don't no. have that. So, and you know, I was a waitress um, growing up in a, in the smoker section and I had a ton of secondhand smoke exposure. So, you know, at a breath of hope, we always say, if you have lungs, you can get lung cancer. And I think that's how we're trying to get people to understand that they really should educate themselves about lung cancer. A lot of people will come to us after their diagnosis and say, well, I've been coughing for eight months. Mm. It's like, you know, you shouldn't cough for eight months. No, you know, you no. And, and if, if you get diagnosed with asthma and the medicine doesn't help, well, go back. I mean, wow. you know, yeah. so um, be your own advocate. Hey, listen, yeah. we're, we're out of time, but I really appreciate it. Breath of hope. Is that where we would find you online? Yeah, it's a breath of org. That's okay. the main. Um, I think if you're trying to find out if you're eligible for screening, it's mnscreens.org. And then if you just want to learn more about lung cancer, we've got a comprehensive um, educational program at youandlungcancer.com. Okay. So abreathofhope.org is where you can start because all those other websites are tied to that. And I look forward to volunteering next year and helping. Thank you, Susie. We could use your help. Okay. I mean, really, let's keep talking. Keep talking. Happy holidays to you. Same to you. Take care. All right. Nancy Torrison with A Breath of Hope on News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 